The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome to the Friday edition of the Source of Truth podcast. And I want to thank you for joining us as we finish the week together and then apologize for missing yesterday. Uh, just when I my schedule was different and I'm, I'm, I like to work off a set schedule, I do apologize for missing yesterday. I try not to do that. And uh, so I appreciate you being back with us today. So we're going to pick up where we left off on Wednesday. We're going to go to the next chapter in Psalms. And so we're in Psalm chapter 125 this morning. If you're following along with us, Psalm, excuse me, Psalm 125. And what we're going to see is, and others are calling songs of degree or praise and aspect of worship. And this one talks about kind of two aspects. It talks about the confidence that we can have in God, but it also talks about how God will take care of us when we do right and what will change if we do wrong. Let's go ahead and read um, all five verses. Psalm 125, they that trust in the name, oh, excuse me, they that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord is round about his people from henceforth ever, even forever. For the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous, lest the righteous put forth her hands unto iniquity. Do good, O Lord, unto those that be good, and to them that are upright in heart. As for such as turn aside unto their crooked ways, the Lord shall lead them forth with the workers of iniquity, but peace shall be upon Israel. Now we start off with the idea, it's an interesting verse, we start the first couple of verses talking about the confidence we can have in God if we trust Him. So let's read. There's actually two different aspects in the first two verses. In, in initial look, you can easily see maybe that one, the verses are somewhat redundant, but not in this case. Verse 1, they that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. Now, you might initially look and say that that trust in the Lord, see that he is like that. But it's not what it's talking about. They that trust in the Lord shall be like the Mount. And so, second verse will talk about how much confidence you can have in God. But this first verse strictly talks about your stability when you put your trust in God. It's not talking about the stability of God. We know that, we'll see that later. But specifically in this passage, he's talking about your stability. Um, when everything seems to be good or bad or falling apart or whatever term you wanna use, when your life just seems not to be where you want it to be, um, when you put your trust in God, you you can be stable. You can be stable in the good times and the bad times and the uncertain times because it's not, stability is not in you, it's in what you put your trust. So. For instance, if your trust comes into finances right now, well, you're going to struggle a little bit because of inflation and a lot of other things going on. You sit back and say, you know, this everything's getting tighter, it's different. Uh, if your trust is in government, your trust is in everything and the material human realm can and will fail us at some point. And so if we have all of our trust in these, if we can use the term tangible things, my trust is in my, my house or my community or whatever it is, you know, my house and everything's great and things begin to leak. Well, now I'm, I struggle with my house, finances, you know what I'm saying? We, we want to put our, our confidence or trust in our peace in the things we have, in the things around us. We've uh, I've achieved, obtained this and achieved this. It, doesn't, it wasn't take long for a lot of these things to dissipate and disappear. So it's the confidence, the stability that we can see, that we can have according to this verse, is not be, it's simply because and what we're trusting. So when we put our trust in the Lord, here's one of the reasons he says we shall be as Mount Zion. He describes it, which cannot be removed, which abideth forever. We will be stable. Obviously, 
When you say, why forever? Because if our trust is in God, that means one of the things has been in salvation and eternity, which means that when God, is, when, when our life is done here, we'll be with God forever. So our trust is not only eternal through salvation, our trust is temporal in this life. So it starts here and it goes forever is the idea of this trust. So when we look at this, he said, I will establish because I put my trust in God. Think about this. In previous chapters, um, well, actually the last verse, uh, verse 124, our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. I mean, he's, he's the creator of all of these things. He knows everything. He's sovereign. So when we look at that, we find stability because our trust is in God, which means when our circumstances don't make sense. And frankly, our circumstances might seem to be like God has forgotten about us. We may not ever say that out loud or at least to maybe church people. But the fact is, sometimes we feel like that. But if we can continue to put our trust in Him, well, then we won't be moved. It goes back to what Solomon said. This is David's son. David wrote this. Solomon, his son, said in Proverbs 3, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Most of us say, okay, yeah, got it. The key is the next one. Lean not into your own understandings. So the key to trust God is not about saying, I trust God. It's about trusting God, and when it seems like that doesn't seem to be working, I don't put any weight on my own understanding. I don't look at the circumstances and say, you know, Lord, if you are doing what I think you're doing, and, and I'm following you, and you're doing what I hope or think you're doing, everything should work out this way. That's how we sometimes do it. If God is right, if God is good, then things will pan out this way. Well, that's that's not trusting God, that's trusting myself and trusting that God will implement what I think is best. And that, that's not trusting God at all, it's trusting me and hoping that God will fulfill what I want. Well, that's dangerous because I don't know what's coming tomorrow. I don't know what's coming next month or next year. I don't know what's best for me and I may really fight for something and want something that may not be good for me. So I have to learn that my trust is in Him. And then when I am stable in Him, then I myself become stable. I can go through the day, I can go through the night. I'm stable because I do trust that God is sovereign and He is good. Let's go on to the next verse because he reiterates why we can trust in Him so greatly. Verse 2, As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord is round about His people from henceforth, for even forever. So he talks about us, but then he gives a greater aspect of the mountains that come around Jerusalem. You look at mountains, mountains, you know, they're, they're large, they're huge, they, they're not going to move. There's a stability in them. There's sometimes an ominence in them when you look at it. And he, he uses that geographical picture to say, just like the mountains surround Jerusalem, God surrounds us, and he's powerful just like that. And so we are, we're surrounded. We're, we're completely consumed. That's why I can put my trust in him and be confident, because he is that powerful. But then he goes on, and he mentions something very interesting in verse number 3. For the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous, lest the righteous put forth their hand unto iniquity. So he says that the rod of the wicked, the, the things that the wicked would want to do to the righteous won't happen unless, unless, unless the righteous decide to put their hands into iniquity. So what he's saying is the, the, right, the wicked may want to really hurt the righteous for whatever reason, but as long as the righteous stay close to God, they're fine, they're healthy. They're protected by God in this, in this mountainous range. Remember, we're protected. He said, the moment we decide as the righteous to say, you know what? I don't think God's doing what I want. I don't like this life. I don't like this direction. I'm going to follow. I'm going to go down the wicked. I'm going to follow the wrong direction. God, God's not saying he's going to bring punishment. He's just going to take his hand of protection off. Now the wicked can get to you because you've chosen to follow them. 
And anybody who follows that way is going to find grief. When you go the way of the wicked, you will find grief. You will find discouragement, disappointment, all these things that come with it. Uh, because that's what life brings without God. Life brings disappointment, discouragement, anxiety, all these things. God is the one that eliminates those things. But as long as I'm following what God wants, uh, excuse me, as long as I'm following what God wants, I'm fine. As long as I'm following the opposite and I'm just going again, going with the world and going with what the world says, I will have misery. <laughs> I, um, but if I follow God, he's overcome the world. So I'm okay. And that's where we lose. And he says, so as long as you stay with me, I will protect you when you choose not to. Then you will find grief. Verse 5. As for such as turn aside into their crooked ways, the Lord shall lead them forth with the workers of iniquity, but peace shall be upon Israel. He said, so all these other, he's using Israel as a picture. Everyone else who wants to hurt, listen. So he really, what he's saying is to the nation, as long as the nation you keep God as your only God. He said this many times. This is promises in the Old Testament. As long as Israel was, was following God and making God their only God, and at that point, God was always going to bless them. If they decided to follow the wickedness of other nations, Israel was going to go into, into captivity and punishment, which happened more than once. The same thing could be said of us. If we stay close to God, we'll have his blessing. If we choose to go our own way, we'll lose it. And I, I, I can't say that means God's going to dump mass, mass punishment on him. In some cases, he does um, because it's necessary. But in most cases, he's just going to remove the, the protection, which... I appreciate the fact that I have God's protection on me and on my family as we go through this journey. And so that's the goal is to stay close. And when it doesn't make sense and it seems so hard, trust in Him. Because when you trust in Him, you will be established and stable and calm. And, you, and there are days where it doesn't make sense and you're frustrated. I, I don't change my view of God or what He's doing based upon my circumstances. I just dig down deeper in stability with God. And I say, okay, God, this is what you want, and I'm good with it. And I will stay with it, whatever you're doing. And I will do my best to look at the day, Lord, what are you doing today in my presence? And I will strive to see his working, even when it doesn't seem to make sense. Well, again, thank you for joining us on this Friday. Uh, we appreciate you taking time throughout this week to be with us and let me be part of your day. Uh, we encourage you to join us on Sunday morning. We're having in-person services, live in person, uh, 10 o'clock in the morning uh, for a morning service, 5 o'clock in the evening. Uh, we'll be back in our two books we've been going through last year. So the morning service will pick up uh, in the book of Acts as we continue through that. In the evening service will continue our study in the book of Revelation. So those two will be st starting back up this coming Sunday. So we hope you'll be able to join us and make it. We look forward to a great time together. If you're unable to make it, join us online, uh, bensalembaptist.org or our YouTube channel, Facebook page. And we just look forward to worshiping with you again this coming Sunday. Thanks for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you next week.